you're listening to the next team podcast Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of the Next Team Football episode 40. And if you are watching for the first time uh, on rather if you're watching on YouTube, you might see two new faces and uh, they are Kaushik and uh, Raghav. Uh, anyone can introduce themselves first. So I'm Raghav and uh, I'm currently a university student just like Vikas and Pramod and I've been supporting Man United since pretty much my secondary school days. Okay, uh Kaushik, what about you? I'm Kaushik. Hi, I'm Kaushik. Uh I've been an Arab fan since 2006. Uh I'm also a uni student like the rest of them, so uh I'm very happy to join this call. Yep. And uh if you've already noticed by now, uh we have four United fans on the podcast today and uh it should it, it should come as no surprise as the topic we're going to be discussing today will be about United. And uh we're going to take a bit of a throwback and bring back our big debate series. And today's topic is going to be about Man United and their season so far. So we all know how how much of a torrid season they've had, and uh, the big question is who is to be blamed? Is it Ole? Is it the board? Is it the players? And that's what we're here to discuss today. And uh, before we begin the debate proper, uh, Pramod, our new message man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Course. Take it away. I mean, I have to do something right because I haven't been doing much. But <laughs> but sure. anyway, yeah. So um, as you all know, we have uh. Content on TikTok and Instagram as well. We always regularly post uh stuff for you to ponder about. So do follow us on TikTok and um also on Spotify and Instagram as the Next Team Podcast and on TikTok as the Next Team SG. So go there, maybe comment something like I don't know, like the video Share on YouTube friends. also. Yes, yeah. just just put some contradicting opinions so that you know we can have a thing about it and maybe we may talk about it. So. Yes. Yep. yep. Thanks, Pramod. And uh, let's just get the debate uh, started proper. So, any of you guys can uh, uh, let's let's have a guest begin first. Uh, Kaushik or Raghav, either of you can start. Yeah. Are you gonna go first? Ah, uh, you go first, Kaushik. All right. Sure. It's gonna be so, I, yeah. Okay. So, I think there are a couple of problems, right? Uh, I mean, longer term wise, the board has always been there to blame and whatnot, but. I think as it stands right now, we really can't be blaming the board. Um, they have fulfilled the promise of backing the squad. With, with this squad, I think any other manager, any decent manager, would be doing better with the squad. And frankly, we really should be right on top. Um, lack of a CDM really should not be an issue. Uh, we saw it with Klopp, right? When when he didn't have Fabinho, he had Liverpool played some really good football for about two years or so. They won the Champions League without a, a midfield. Really, their midfield function was really just to run around and cover the grass, uh, get the ball back, press, and they let their defense and their uh, wing backs do the main job, as well as supporting the attack. Right, but yeah, I think as it stands, um, well, firstly, Ole is to blame. Um, he he has been a great man manager. I'll give that to him. I mean, the work he's done with Luke Shaw is uh, fabulous, and the way he he managed to unite a squad. That was uh just so torn apart after Mourinho. That was great, but since then, um, I feel like he really has not improved himself, right? I mean, for for a manager today, it's not just about managing the egos and um getting the ball up to your star players and and just letting them do their thing. I think that was probably more prevalent in the 90s or 2000s. Right now, you really need a system. You need to be tactically well versed. 
a lot of teams, uh, even the the um, lesser teams, like even Brighton, uh, are are well drilled tactically, right? They they come up with a good formation, they have structure, they know what to do exactly. We just don't seem to be able to know what to do. I think that's that's really one of the biggest issues. There really is no uh, tactics. Like if you ask me, what what like how do you end up play? I have no idea. I can't I can't respond to that. The only answer I can give you is. Uh, pass the ball to Bruno or get the ball to Pogba or Ronaldo and just hope something happens, right? I mean, sh- yeah, sure. So if, if, you, if you do want to continue with that individual brilliance, great. I mean, the quality that these guys have uh, should be good enough to take on most defences and most teams. But at least you need some sort of structure in getting the ball to them efficiently and as well as in defence, tracking back. Fred is a bloody joke. He's he's not doing much at all. He, he lost the ball twice against right. MRI Gray again in the Everton counter, right? That was just that ridiculous. Cri- I mean, criminal. For a CDM, yeah. I want to look at his past. Yeah, ex- I don't believe he's Brazilian. <laughs> I don't too. Uh, yeah, I, I, think, I think I think y'all are doing Fred a bit too much here, man. You can't be so bad with Brazil. Really? Blood. Okay, wait, Raghav, my head like contrasting view. Okay, come t- tell us, Raghav. <laughs> Like if if you all notice, right, our current crop of players, why is it that when they go to the during the international break, they all suddenly up their levels of performance? You're probably forgetting that Fred went all the way to like the Wait. what was that? I think the Copa America final. Okay, but Fred Brazil. is partnered with Fabinho or Casemiro. So no way yeah, he's going but, to be bad. <laughs> but those two are the Fabinho best. Fabinho doesn't in the automatically world. make Fred a better player, you see. I, I kind of agree with with what uh, Kaushik said that that there isn't a decent tactical approach coming in there, while literally every other coach who has a style of play, I'll even go back to LVG for that example, because even though his style of football was shit, there was a style of football in there. Like, the difference you can see is that the players are actually developed actually developed under LVG compared to uh, under... Okay. under I, like I disagree there. I don't think L- LVG has developed anyone, to be very honest. In fact, he's destroyed no, I, more I would careers give a few than examples to that actually. Okay. Because you, you can see a couple of players, like for example, you saw Cameron Bothwick Jackson. You saw yeah, you where is, saw where is he right random... now? Where is he right yeah, now? Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> that's, that's my point. Where is he right now when he hasn't when he hasn't had that kind of manager who has developed him to bring out the best in him? That's the thing. You see all our, our players, right? Greenwood. Huh? He was insanely talented at 17. Even at 20, he's insanely talented. But have you really seen any bit of a development in his facet of play? At 17, he is a goal scorer for, the, for like the under-18s and all that. He, he's like their main forward. But now that he's moved into the right wing, have you seen him perhaps like add a new dimension to his play in terms of like, okay, now he's like giving crosses or okay, now he's learning to like take on two or three people, extra play on the wing, hug the touchline or know when to cut inside, that sort of thing. He's simply so doing what a forward does that. from the right wing. Okay, so you're saying so that's so just yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Kaushik, you were saying yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. so I think Greenwood is is doing that right. Like he's developed his game quite well. He's think? he's adding assist to his game. He's I mean what what more do you want from, from someone like him? If yeah, anything only on tactical tactical positional understanding. Like you see, for example, the positions where you see a mature player, you see like a Bruno, a Cavani, right? They know where they need to be. They know what sort of runs they need to make in different situations. Like you saw Rashford's goal yesterday uh, yesterday as the equalizer, right? He sort of has matured in the sense where he knows that the opportunity is there. He sniffs the opportunity and he knows which bending run to make for Lindelof to go and find him. But then what I'm saying is, 
this sort of development, this sort of maturation, right, isn't exactly really noticeable from someone like Greenwood. He's doing this. He's doing the same things that he has done when he was 17. The only thing, the only reason we are celebrating him is the fact that he was that good at 17 that he's good enough to literally tear it up here. And you find very few players like that. Because okay, honestly, I, but I think I don't think that's a very good example to give on a lack of development for a player, though. Like, if you're telling me no, someone there like, is a lack of good examples, you see, because other than Greenwood or Rashford, doesn't that right? co- doesn't that contradict <laughs> your point? Wait, what? No, no, <laughs> you're so talking about two players who are already uh-huh. insanely talented. But has anyone who has like been almost like a no name suddenly come up? You do realize that in our in all the time where which we have spent, right? We haven't just spent. On the first team in the transfer window, we spent like shit for our for our, for our under 18s as well. We spent like nine million euros to bring Hannibal Mejri from. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, I ask you something. So, so your point is, I think I agree with the point, but I don't know why you're you're touching your nose like this when you get touched like this. But <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. <laughs> wait, no. wait, 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 man. Wait, 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 listen. So you're trying to agree? I agree with you in the fact that he hasn't developed anyone. Like, look at Pep developed Sterling, Klopp developed yeah. likes of Robertson, Trent. You're saying he yeah. hasn't developed anyone. Yeah, yeah we all agree. I but, yeah. but the point of Greenwood is a bit skewed. But I agree with your point. He hasn't developed anyone. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll agree to disagree here. Okay. Was, wait, what? You just said. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, okay. No, I, no, I agree to disagree about Greenwood. I mean, every, every. I'm glad oh, you agree. I just feel it's a bad example to Greenwood. I still maintain my standard. Okay, fine. Okay. Let, let's just let's uh, move on from there. So, okay, who? So you're you're saying that Ole is to blame, is it? I'm not. I'm not saying that Ole alone is to blame because, like, Ole does take a significant portion of the blame. Let's be honest. But at the same time, right. When uh, what Koshik was saying, I have to disagree with in terms of you can't blame the board because you have to know that some signings are pretty suspicious. Like you see Donny Van Der Beek, for example. You see signings like Donny Van Der Beek. You see signings like Cristiano Ronaldo, right? Okay, like perhaps you can make an argument for Ronaldo because he was going to go to ski otherwise and you don't want to strengthen a rival. Okay, we can move that aside. But then you see like you see situations where like you see his handling of Lingard, for example, you see his handling of like of like Donny van de Beek and all that. I have a feeling there's definitely some sort of higher order that's telling Oli, like, okay, you can sign these players. You cannot sign these players. We are going to agree to sign these players because of this sort of upside. If you know what I mean. If not, if not, why do you think Oli only uses like a very small squad in terms of he trusts well, he can be up. You see, you see his 11s other than hold his on, midfield, right? Uh, uh, I mean, let me, let me start with that. Let me just ask you a few questions. Um, mm-hmm. So, while I do agree that, that, that the board has to take a lot of blame in the longer term, as mm-hmm. of now, as it stands, do you mm-hmm. agree that this current squad can be challenging for titles like right now, as it is? With Sancho, with Varane, with Ronaldo, with Pogba, with Bruno, with Rashford, with Cavani. Perhaps. Okay. I, um, I would. I would be. I would be. I'd, I'd like to cut. I'd like to cut in here. Okay. okay. I'd like to cut in here. Okay. This is where I disagree with you guys. I don't think we are up there to tight, uh, to ch- mount a title challenge simply because we don't have a strong midfield. I know you guys talk about our attacking quality. Uh, yeah, I'm hands down with that attacking quality. You tell me on paper, yeah, definitely we should be winning stuff. But the truth of the matter is, like Gary Neville says, we don't have those players who are willing to do the dirty work uh, for to complement those attacking players. That's the problem. That's the problem right now. McTominay and Fred are not cutting it. And 
because of that i can't finally I, wait wait no no listen listen wait, wait, wait. let me come no, to no, it. i also i also you, yeah, you haven't said this for very long that's why okay okay <laughs> no, wait, let, guys, let me chill, let me come to it also okay partly why it's more amplified this season is also because ronaldo does not do much defensive work that's the truth and that one player so you're almost playing like a, with a man less when you're when maybe when man united are playing currently as compared to previous seasons where they had young players who were willing to do the dirty work so all 11 players were actually tracking back so you don't see as many goals considered on the counter whereas right now with ronaldo up top we are one man down but that is justifiable because you know he he will he just needs one chance i know i know the leicester game wasn't great for him but if man united fans are going to judge him based on what on their one game i think they should start supporting someone else because he has been there he has been our main man four goals in the first month i mean we couldn't ask more for him it's a perfect start so i for me i just feel like yeah ole has uh, has 50% of the blame but i also believe that in a way without i mean with this current team i do not think another manager is going to do any better because even if you want to have a proper ta- tactical system right you need some solid defensive players at least in the middle of the park to actually um help you mount that t- title challenge so if i'm looking at the great teams that have won the league right or even look, let's not even go that far ahead, uh, that far behind let's look at uh, city they have rodri look at liverpool they have fabinho look at uh, chelsea they have kanté and jorginho they all these teams all these well drilled teams who are more than capable of mounting a title challenge they have a solid and stable midfield whereas for us i think we've been found out this season because of a signing of ronaldo which was quite unexpected to be honest because i all of us thought that we're going to outscore the opposition which is what we did last season i mean yeah it wasn't a mount title title challenge per se but i, I would say it's the closest we've come to uh, even remotely challenging for the title so um right now who who is to blame yeah manager has to take some blame but is he go is he do i think he needs to be sacked right now no i don't think he should be sacked right now because uh we have a tough num- a tough uh, run of fixtures coming in i think making a change right now is not good for the club it's going to take us 10 steps back uh, 10 steps back and for a new a new manager to come and implement the system i think it's um yeah it's not it's not a good time to do it because it's this it will be another rebuilding phase and i don't think this team needs to be in a rebuilding phase yeah definitely performances are under par but i i i say give him time till uh this what 10 10 to 11 games i think the one game has already been passed the last game we already failed that first test but uh we've seen ole whenever he's under pressure is able to uh backs against the wall is able to perform i mean time and again i think there was numerous number of times within his united career where he should have been sacked but he somehow came out comes up with this amazing result and then saves his job and then they go on this amazing run and uh, you have to agree that uh some sort of top four stability is also because of him um uh, some may argue his time is up i'm still i was always uh, pro ole to start to begin with i am now coming towards this side a bit i'm i'm, I'm on the fence 50-50 um but yeah i think only time will tell whether i'm ole out or ole in right now i'm still quite on the fence i would say and the blame is 50-50 with the 50% with the uh, with ole 50% with the board because uh, it's a bit too i know it's a bit too critical of them because they've made some amazing signings but end of the day without a stable midfield you can't mount a title challenge that's the fact of the matter yeah Okay. Mm. Can I can I wait? Didn't this? we win the league with cleverly, and didn't we beat Arsenal? I mean, Ferguson is class. I mean, no one defenders. no one comes no one comes close to Ferguson. That's a problem. No so, one. So you no so one. you do prove my point that 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 a better manager can can get. I don't think anyone is as good as Ferguson. That's the thing. I don't think even a Zidane. True, see, but, even even if you talk about Zidane or 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 uh, uh, Conte, for example, right? Zidane. Okay, wait. Sorry, Pramod. Just just finish yeah, that yeah, point. Go ahead. 
So Zidane won the Champions League thrice with an amazing team. Okay, he had Cruz, Modric, all in their prime. He had Ronaldo up top. Yeah, I mean, winning the Champions League, you have to give him full credit. I mean, it's to do it three times is amazing. I'm, I'm not taking anything away from him, but it does have a bit of a disclaimer in the in the sense that it was a very strong team. Okay, it's not that it's, it's not an expectation per se, but it does it, it does in a sense. It's not like he he bought an okay team to win the Champions League. You know, it's 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 really a very good team. Then he that's the kind of team he bought to win the Champions League. Whereas for Conte, yeah, Conte, I think he's done phenomenally well to whichever club he's gone to. He won with Inter. Yeah, I'll give I'll give him that. But whether he is um, the right man to take us to a title challenge right now, I'm not too sure because I think I still think he will need a few more signings to actually implement a system three at the back, and that'll take time. Uh, for me, I think you still have to give Ole some time this season to see how it goes i still feel that he needs some time i know we've given him we've been very patient with him i think and i think he's been he's he has delivered everything apart from a trophy yeah you have to give him that at the very least uh but yeah i think we need for this season i'm not only out just yet yeah that's my point pramod uh, you can go okay. ahead yeah okay yeah so okay la, wow so many things so basically <laughs> you mentioned okay time time okay la, fair enough mm-hmm. but like it's been four years uh, we haven't won a trophy Ferguson, sorry, not Ferguson. Van Hal got sacked after winning the FA Cup. Mourinho got sacked after winning the Europa League. So, I mean, trophies are what speaks. That's one point. Secondly, right, the whole thing rebuilding. I feel, I don't know. Look at Tuchel and Lampard. Tuchel came in, he just did this to a team. I don't know if rebuilding is what that right, actually that necessary considering the score we had. Would you? Would you say exactly my point? Yeah. Like look, what Tuchel did. I think I think Chelsea, Chelsea has shown that you know what 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 a top class manager can do. Chelsea didn't have a striker. I mean, Werner was was just off the pace so badly. They still won the Champions League. I think, look, to be very honest, this team might not yet be fully equipped to win the Premier League. Like like you said, yeah, midfield is important to go the distance of the season. But in a cup, a Champions League, or forget FA Cup, I just look at Champions League, right? I really think this team has enough quality, enough firepower to get through and enough, enough defensive quality to see it through. But we're not doing anything in game. We're not adapting to the game. We're not, we're not rising up to the challenge thrown to us by our opponents. So I think that part, that that's on Ole. That you can't blame on anyone else. And we have seen Tuchel come in and implement his system. Yeah, you might say, oh, I'm going from a four-two-three-one or four-three-three to a three-four-three is a bit of a of a uphill task. But but Tuchel has shown it's very adapt uh, adaptable. He's played. Different systems, and he's not just being like, okay, I'm only going to play three for three. He's changed his game according to the opponent, according to the needs, and I think a top quality manager can do that. Or if Ole can pick up the pace and and at least get some sort of flexibility in him, he do that. Like, look, we have seen him for four years. He's only played four two three one and four three three, and if it's not working, why not try a three four three? At the most, you lose a few games, but hey, on the flip side, you might you might go on a run. You might mask the weakness of your midfield because you have three defenders. And you have two wing backs supporting, or just two two uh, midfielders in front, right? Which which does go somewhere to negate the the um destructive capability of McFred. So, you know, I think I think in that sense, at least get in some sort of flexibility. Like, I agree with mm-hmm. you that maybe Ole should not be sacked ASAP. But look, in football, it's all about results right now. It's not yeah, about. I agree. Like, Completely like, agree. Yeah. People will say, oh, you know, we gave Ferguson so much time, but. Ferguson won before he came. He he won with Aberdeen. He won he won in Europe with with Aberdeen. Point. He broke um, Madrid's monopoly on it. So look, I think 
if you're looking at Ole Ole has not won anything, right? And at the end of the day, um, I don't really care about FA Cup or Carabao Cup. I think those two, it's yeah. not really worth it in terms out of, of it. Yeah, so, uh, I think, so, yeah, so, <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. I, I think for so many other fans, right, the barometer of success is not uh, dependent on... I mean, if it... I mean, let me... Uh, this is also a sort of, um, I guess, a counter to what Pramod said. In all honesty, I don't think many United fans care about the FA Cup or Carabao Cup in terms of a trophy per se. I think what we are we are more concerned about is winning the league or mounting a, a challenge for the Champions League. Because th- those two are the trophies yeah, we really want. Hmm? Sorry? We're not Arsenal. No, but that's... Uh, I mean, end of the day, that's what I, I feel you're going to measure. Be it Ole or any future manager that's going to take the helm at United. That's what that's the, going to be the barometer of success you're going to or the, that is success in a season winning that winning the league or winning the Champions League. That's going to be the new sort of benchmark we are aiming for. And I don't think we're going to be satisfied with let's say a fourth place finish and maybe winning the FA Cup. I don't think that's going to cut it for any manager right now because we've seen that already with LVG and Jose. I mean Jose Mourinho. So clearly, but but, but, but they got sacked after that one. Correct, so correct. So yeah, I'm just saying that I, just winning a trophy doesn't cut it like, We really need to make inroads into the league and so far world-class managers haven't been able to do it Ole is yeah I mean he's falling off the pace a bit definitely it's going to be an uphill uphill task to do anything this season uh but end of the day I, I just feel like hiring another manager right now or even like six months down the road doesn't necessarily guarantee us I mean yeah you brought up the Tukel example I think it's a very good example but how many times have we seen a manager being able to implement a system straight off the bat? I, I can I give you seen... another example. Like, okay, mm-hmm. this is a very similar to Ole. So I would draw comparisons to Ole and Rogers. So Rogers mm-hmm. took over from, I don't know who, Delgish, Delgish or whoever. He stabilized the ship. They, Gerard slipped and then they lost. But he sort of got this, got this team. Then Klopp came in. He just shot up the team. So mm. I, see, I see Ole as the guy like Rogers. He sort of stabilized it. And I'm very thankful for that. We were sinking. Now we are afloat. But I feel someone should guide the ship. Really, he's not. He's not good enough to like guide the ship. He doesn't have the like you say, like how Sheikh said, the tactical nuance. Nuance. Okay. Yeah. That's the okay. ultimately that's yeah. point. Yeah. Mm. So I'm, I'm thankful, um, but it's just not sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. So Raghav, give one moment. I think it's similar to when Barca had right card right before they brought in Pep to bring us the next level. I mean, yeah, they were winning. La Liga and whatnot and Champions League because they had so much of star quality in, in Ronaldinho and Deco. But, you know, it got to a point when they realised that, you know, to really get in consistency, they had to bring in someone new, someone with good um, tactical ability. And they quite in Pep. I think similarly, Ole has done a great job. He stabilised the ship well and good. And, you know, while, while he's still quite on top, I, I think it would be good for him to leave while we still have the ability to get in someone like Conte or even my, um, okay. Yeah, okay let me ask you guys a question on on that front okay let's say Ole gets sacked today for example you bring in a new manager how long would you be how patient would you be with the new manager in terms of mounting a title challenge or mounting a champions league challenge yeah neither one how how, how long do you think how think, how long think, would you give him i think this season is a, is a is a is a how to say it's a you cannot consider this season. So you can okay. this season under the end to like because practically we are going to be we are out of the t- title race. We haven't played any of the big six and we are four points behind. 
So we are mm-hmm. next week we're going to lose probably. After that, City, Tottenham, Arsenal is just coming. So we're just going to fall out. And then Champions League, okay. if you lose Atlanta to day after tomorrow, we are probably out of the group stage. So what is there for the new manager to win? Nothing. He can just slowly build his team. You know, then at the end of the season, we see where we are. And the worst thing is, if we drop to the Europa League, right, because of Ole, can you imagine Ronaldo playing in Europa League? Do you want that to fall on Ole? <laughs> I, I cannot imagine that blame on such a legend of our club who won us the treble. That's the biggest embarrassment for opponent fans to, like, like you know, shit on us. <laughs> but actually, so, I would kind of, I would kind of disagree there with you on the fact that this season is a write-off because, like, come to think about it, right, we're only out of the FA Cup. So at least, at the very least, right, if a manager joins in, like, at this current point in time, I think, like, it is still very reasonable for him, for for the board or somebody to tell him, like, okay, your aim is to at least win a tro- is is to at least win a trophy, like, win like your the win only the one you can win is the like, Carabao Cup, win yeah. Europa League. Or like go perhaps like Champions League. Europa plus, League. Uh, like for CS7. Europa League, if we lose, if we lose to Atlanta, <laughs> or you go, you literally. Guys, like, we haven't been knocked down like, yet, guys. Relax. <laughs> We're still in the tournament. Yeah, no, yeah, we are still or, in. Or, but looking at the quarterfinals of the Champions League, like we 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 have to set an aim like that, uh. And then because this squad, even though it's the midfield is a bit dry right now, right? It is still it is still stacked with a lot of forwards, and you don't always like not every single tactic requires a very stacked midfield in the sense. Like you see Pep's tactics and Tuchel's tactics and all that, right? They they all really involve the midfield. But then if you're talking about for one season, right? If you really need to just make a push for a season, then surely there are, there are lots of tactics available which you can use to bypass the midfield and make the most of what you have at the moment, which is a good defense and a great forward line as well. And then at the same time, regarding the league, at least try to finish, uh, at least like Make sure you're within the top three because this squad definitely That's... can make it to the top three. Ah. That 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 much has to be put there. I can't okay. give the manager a free pass. So okay, yeah. So I mean, finishing squad. top three is that satisfactory to you guys? That's the thing. I don't think you guys would be satisfied with top. I top would three. take top three at this point. Uh. We haven't played. As I say, we haven't played any big team. You know, hmm. think of any you big don't know team. How consistent the other teams are going to be as well. You saw hmm. Liverpool like last season or the season before last. We, they were we just insanely consistent. In the Let's next see. 10 games, right, we are playing the big six, all of the big six. We could potentially be 10 points behind the top. Okay, we, but that, that's the thing. I will I will always have this asterisk with Ole's teams because he always... The only place he gets points against is against the big teams. So, that, that that's the thing. So, I, for us, we always struggle against the, the smaller teams. That's the problem with us. So, I wouldn't write us off completely. I, I, let me tell you, Liverpool, they're going to draw against Liverpool. 101% I'm telling you. At yeah, Old Trafford. <laughs> despite, despite the horrendous <laughs> performance against Leicester, right? somehow we'll turn up against like we'll turn up against a big team. Somehow. Our counter taking and Rashford is fit. Rashford banged actually, without, the without, without Varane, right? I'm actually very worried. I think we could be down. Salah hat trick. I'm going to triple captain. Screw it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not looking forward to... Who Salah against Maguire? Actually, okay, to be fair, I am scared of uh, Salah. I mean, he's been uh, banging in goals left, right. I mean, you guys see the. Varane was the only like, like, okay, we have something. Now he's gone for like I don't know how many five weeks or what. So what? We could potentially be out of everything. Like what I said at the end of this month. In yeah, I mean, it is a it is a realistic possibility, but I won't write us off completely yet, la. I mean, I still I until it's mathematically impossible, I won't write us write us off, lah. Um, maybe I'm being overly optimistic, but um, I've learned under Ole that. When you make these kind of pessimistic predictions, he does tend to, or rather, whenever his job is very close or on the line, that's when he starts performing. And yeah, I mean, I I, I won't be surprised to see him perform. Uh, in this hasn't hasn't been hasn't he been on the line for like very long ever since like I don't know. 
not re- I, I feel that's a bit un- I feel some of the times when he's been his head has been on the chopping board has been a bit unwarranted at some in some sense like yes I mean the Europa League last season was an expectation to win but uh whether or not I mean I don't think it's fair to say it was I mean yeah it is a failure to win a trophy but in terms of the league progression wise I still feel he's uh, it's the closest we've come to winning the title I wouldn't even say that I mean even closest exactly. to the Mourinho season I, I agree yeah so I I, just, I think just, it's a bit have unf- a couple of points here yeah yeah so so firstly um against the big teams he brings out his three five two it like like I said the the three five two or the three four three whatever variation it is it does mitigate our weakness in the midfield that it like spread weakness is just you know entirely um I guess swallowed up by by Shaw and and Varane and whoever else plays the third as the third centre back. So that's one. So with three five two, I think if he does stick to it, it doesn't change it. Now I think we do have a chance of winning as the big teams, especially on the counter with Rashford and, and Greenwood or Sancho on the wing, and Ronaldo as well. That's one. Two, I think we saw last season when like City were I think tenth or eleventh, like going into November, and all they had to do was put together a good run, a proper run to to get themselves into first and then get ahead of the pack. And that's all that's really needed. Need a consistent run of games to get there. We're not too far off. We yes, we still haven't played the big teams, but like, I mean, we are Man United, man. If we're not going to back ourselves up to win against these teams, and then what? What are we doing, right? Might as well just, just yeah. close up shop and just go watch something else, right? So that's one. Yeah, and and thirdly, look. Um, in terms of a top three finish or top four finish, I guess. You know, we went up to second last season. So I guess, you know, this season, there has been some sort of improvement. If not, at least going to win the league. Like what I think Gary Neville said, at least we have to show that we are a threat to reckon with. Like our second last season was, was nothing. Like Liverpool did not have depth, did not have Van Dijk. Chelsea yeah. were, like I said, they were a cup team, right? They did not have Lukaku. They had a proper striker in place. We finished three points ahead of Champions Liverpool, actually. Yeah, just to yeah, end. So, yeah. Exactly. So Liverpool, Liverpool went that far with, with a broken defense. So look, we at least need to show that we are something. Like Liverpool, before they won the league, club, they were showing consistently that you know they were a force to be reckoned with. Like you know, you can't mess with them. You can't, you can't just say it's a one-off season or it's just based on club genius or someone carrying the team. They were there consistently. So at least we show. Like, I I guess for most fans, if if we can know that you know. And on 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 um game day thirty eight that you know we did show that we are um somewhat back to normal. We have never we have never seen um us challenging like we've never in in all the seasons since Fergie left we've never been able to say that oh you know this team does have a genuine opportunity. It's always just been after the summer we signed some people and the, the pundits will come and they'll be like oh uh yeah we have a bit of hope but that's because they're ex players they can't they can't talk their own team. But look at least we have to show that we are in it. To, if if we can show that, then yeah, I would take it. Even if we finish fourth or third, but we have to show that you know that we are up there. If not, I, th- I guess this season is really a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think. I mean, I, I do agree with what you say. Uh, but I mean, to and be actually, honest, I think. Raise, like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If I could just raise one last point about that, <laughs> like just now, Kaushik, you said that we aren't that far off, right? Actually, I w- I would kind of like. Well, put a slight asterisk there because the thing is, like you, you see, you see all the new teams coming around, and you see our run of fixtures that we have already gone through, and you see like the style of play that all of the teams had. You saw like Wolves, for example, we had a lot of trouble breaking them down. 
New Newcastle, well, we had Ronaldo's brilliance to, uh, to help with that, right? But then when we played against like Everton, when we played against Leicester, and even like you see the other teams coming up now, like Brentford, for example, they literally they literally were were playing for a win all the way until the end. That, that that's how good they were. They they actually had like a defined style of play. And this season, I feel like our style of play has been sort of found out in a sense. Like we've been found out to really lack that that sort of thing. So I wouldn't say that we aren't far off, but I would say that even though it's possible, a lot of work has to be put in, like through whatever next two or three weeks. Has to come to really overhaul whatever like tactical misunderstandings are there in the team, and only okay. yeah, through that true. sort of thing we can like we can then be optimistic because as you said, only when we see a convincing performance that's when we can like believe ourselves that okay this team can actually challenge for the title. And to be honest, even even uh, like since the Newcastle game, we haven't exactly seen a convincing performance from Manchester United even when they have won. Yeah. Okay. I think. Uh... We've sort of come to the conclusion of our episode. Uh, let's just go around the table. Uh, quickly say who who is to blame for many United Wolves this season. Maybe Kaushik can start it off. Yeah, so I would say partly Ole. And I didn't want to bring up another point. Uh, that, you know, we don't really have control over the players. In the sense that um, even if our players underperform, they're still starting every week. And that, that I mean, that does fall on Ole. But, you know, it, it just shows that the players just shows, tells the players that you know if we don't perform, we're still going to start. There's nothing much. There's no consequence. So I guess that lull has to be broken, and that that falls on Ole or the coaching or whoever is in charge of it. So I would say Ole, um, the board in the long term, and thirdly, uh, giving the players too much power. These three. Okay, uh, Raghav. Uh, I would say Ole, and then the coaching, and then the board as well. All three of them, not not equal, but probably like all it takes at least like forty five percent, with okay. the coaching taking another like forty percent, and then the board is like, what can we do? Probably hundred percent only. I mean, at this point, yeah, But I mean, the long term is of course the board, like the way they mm. are like using the club as a cash cow. All that we know, we know all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's def- definitely it stays behind. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, before, for, for myself, okay, I, I didn't mention this much, but I think the players have to get a fair share of the blame. Uh, I think to, so much so, I think I would even take 50%, give 50% of the blame to uh, Ole and 50% of the players to, 50% of the blame to the players. Because I think they are responsible for putting in the performances as well. I think I saw no desire. I mean, the lack of, there was a lack of desire to play against Leicester. There was, uh, I mean, the one was chasing after the ball, poor touches, really just sloppy overall. I I, I mean, at some point, it, it can't be just down to the coach. It also has to do with the players as well. The board, yes, I've already mentioned about the board, but I think in, in some sense right now where we are, I think the blame has to be shared between the players as well as the manager. So, yeah, I think only time will tell what, what is going to happen with uh, Ole's future. Of course, we now know that Ole is going to be backed uh, at least until January from what I hear. But uh, I think can, the can, best... Can I make a bold prediction? Uh-huh. Okay, so by the end of this month, I think he'll be gone. Okay, let's see. Let's see. I'll be interested. I mean, it'd be very interesting to see what if, happens. If you said by January, that would have sounded more believable. Up, but that's why it's called one because <laughs> I'm not completely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I won't. I won't uh, say it's it's entirely impossible because if you get spanked by Liverpool at home, I think yeah, that's that's gonna be a big issue. We started with Moreno, right? We got we got spanked three one. Uh, with, with, with Shakiri, like after all, of all players, Shakiri, then he Salah scored, then Yara said, okay, but Shakiri scored. Like, Shakiri is a nobody. 
And, and like, yeah, Shaqiri scored and Murna got sacked. I think, you know, if, if only does not turn up against, United does not turn up against Liverpool, then yeah, I guess alarm bells will really start ringing. Yep, uh, quite a possibility. So yeah, um, I think we've sort of come to the end of the episode. Thank you, Kaushik and Raghav for coming on to the show. Hope you guys enjoyed yourself. Um, yeah, thanks yeah. for having us, man. No worries, man. No worries. Thanks for having us, man. Yep. Uh, Pramod, uh, take it away before we end the show. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> Oli is going to get sacked soon. But beyond that, <laughs> uh, yeah, so as usual, you, you mean a word to us too. As, as I said at the start, just go and hit a like and subscribe our YouTube channel. Also follow us on Spotify, Instagram, uh, as the Nick Team Podcast and Next Team SG. Um, and yeah, just show, just just share your comments on what you feel is going to happen. Maybe, you know, the unthinkable can happen. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we'll see if the unthinkable happens. And uh, thank you so much, guys, for the support so far. It's been 40 episodes. I mean, wow, can't believe it. It's already been 40 episodes. Uh, but yeah, thanks so much for your support. And uh, we hope you to see you guys again in the next episode of the Next Team Podcast. Bye-bye.